What's up, everybody? My name is Andrew Lane. I'm your host of the Business Hacker Series, where we help you and your business rise to the future. Today, we have an awesome video with Sophie Anderson from Sof's Photo. She's one of my dear friends and I've known her since high school and she's just the most outspoken person and she started the photography business. So tonight we're going to get your questions answered and we're going to find out what makes her business tick. So let's go ahead and let her in here. Hi, Sophie, can you hear me? I can hear can you. Can you hear so. me? Oh yeah. Okay. I can hear you now. So we're good. <laughs> Perfect. How are you doing today, Sophie? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to do this. This is fun. Oh, yeah. So, Sophie, let's start with the beginning. What is your business called? Self's Photo. All one word. That's basically my name shortened. Yeah. Kind of there you go. <laughs> now, I've known you since high school. Now, when did your photography business start? When did you realize, oh, my goodness, this is what I'm going to do? So it's, it's kind of funky because I always loved taking pictures. Like my mom always had a Canon camera around the house and I, like for my birthday parties, it was like, everyone come over and I'm going to take pictures of you for my photo shoot for my birthday party in like middle school. You know what I mean? Like I loved the camera, but it wasn't until I think it was my junior year of high school. I started getting into like photo classes and then I had some friends, like my guy friends that were like, so we're graduating in a week and we forgot to get our senior pictures taken. We know you like taking pictures. So I started taking senior pictures in junior year kind of thing or sophomore year, something like that. One of those years. And then it wasn't until a bit later, my sister was getting married and saving money and she wanted to take a chance on me for some reason. So I did her bridals and her engagement and that was a big deal. But then after that, she was living in Utah, showed her bridals and engagements to some of her friends. And for some crazy reason, one of her friends that she worked with decided to take a chance on me. So my first wedding was my junior year. And she actually canceled her other photographer and had me come to Salt Lake to do her wedding pictures as a junior in high school who <laughs> never done anything like that before. And I was like mind blown because I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember like I'm at the Salt Lake Temple, like taking all the group shots and I'm talking to the videographer and she's like, she's like, after we get all those pictures, we're walking away and she's like, so this is great. How long have you been doing this? I was like, that's my first wedding. And she's like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, 17. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you tell? And she was like, no. I was like, cool. We're good. I like rented a camera, rented the lenses. My dad had to drive me out there. I stayed with my sister. And then after that, it just kind of took off from there. My next wedding was a couple months later and I just started doing couples pictures and here we are a couple years later and still doing the same thing, so. Crazy. Oh, what an amazing talent you do have though. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> it's crazy. So you've done Dancing it for a couple of years now, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, right at the beginning, you talked about how you might have been nervous when people were taking chances on you and different stuff. Uh -huh. How did that make you feel other than being nervous? I mean, did it make you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm actually pretty good at this? 
yeah I mean it was flattering I was like wait what like you want me like and the craziest thing is is I think you don't realize like I'm like oh they're just being nice but people trust you and they really do take chances on you and I'm like the people who have let me take pictures with at the beginning I'm like extra grateful for because without that experience you know you don't get anywhere so when people take chances on you I think it just means the world and you just have to trust that they wouldn't ask you if they didn't trust you so if you don't know what you're doing I think the biggest thing for me was I'm gonna fake it till I make it <laughs> you know sometimes I still feel like I'm doing that but it just means the world when people take chances on you and you just have to trust that they know what they're doing and getting themselves into and you just have to do your best to do what they want if that makes sense yeah that totally does that makes a lot of sense i love what you said fake it till you make it because in a lot of instances a lot of entrepreneurs they don't really know what they're doing you know they have an idea right. okay, this needs to happen i need to take photos and make them look good but uh -huh. don't know how to do that until it's already there so right right it's crazy you're like wait what oh yeah okay i know what i'm doing yeah hire me <laughs> that's what i wanted yeah so how do you how how did you grow confidence in yourself to fake it because i know so many people who have said i'm gonna do photography or even myself i'm gonna do videography that's gonna be my thing and then i realized oh no one wants to hire me right now what what's your first step to get out there and make your voice heard so I think sometimes, you know, we are our own hardest critics, like even on the months where I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm booking, I'm doing well, people are happy. The moment someone just like, you know, maybe wasn't the happiest they could have been, it tears you down and you're like, oh gosh, you know, it's so much easier to focus on the negative or, you know, even scrolling through social media, I see other photographers and I'm like, oh, but they're so good. Why would anyone hire me? I love theirs so much more. And I think honestly, the biggest part of fake it till you make it is you can't compare yourself to anyone else or else you're going to feel like you're just a phony when really fake it till you make it. You aren't always a phony. You really are like now I still feel like I'm faking it till I make it. But the truth is I, I've had, you know, X amount of years of experience. I know what I'm doing, but I don't always feel the most confident in it. So I feel like I'm faking it. And I feel like a lot of people will feel that way. But the thing is, you know, you just have to have confidence in people hired you for a reason. Or if you're not getting bookings, then you just have to like keep putting yourself out there, like reach out to people. Can I do this for you? Can I do this for you? And just keep building that network. And then the right people that come and ask you will come, you know, you just have to kind of trust the process. Keep faking it. Keep trusting yourself. Don't compare yourself. You're not a phony. You may feel like you're faking it in some ways you probably are but also you're not so you just have to trust yourself have confidence don't compare it and you'll be good it'll success will come i think it it's one thing is you just have to be patient and stay confident even if you feel like you're not getting where you want to be that makes sense yeah. all, all over the place no that's good that makes total sense so what would you say to those who you know they have their passion and doing what they want to do and they don't have that patience quite yet they're getting frustrated they feel like they're phony what would you have them do if someone came today and said here's my problem what would you say to them right now 
So I've had like other photographers come to me and say like, I'm not booking, you know, like why aren't I booking? And the heart the and I've had like slow seasons like that. And honestly, I think that's a good time to sit back, reevaluate and say, well, what do I want to improve on? What are my goals? Write those down and only take into consideration what you can change. So like in that scenario, if they like, I have nothing to edit, I have nothing to post or anything and like well you know plenty of people like reach out to people take their pictures it doesn't always have to be a paid opportunity to get you that experience under your belt you have this opportunity now if it's slow and you don't feel like you're at where you want to be to reevaluate and improve on the things that you can so for me when things are slow I actually kind of love it now these days because I get to like okay so I actually want to get better on my social media I want to be more active so this is a good time for me to just look at my old stuff post and get better about, you know, engaging with my followers or posting about myself, which I don't always like to do, you know, like stuff like that. So if you can't, you're not feeling like where you want to be is happening, just reevaluate and do what you can to get there. So don't beat yourself up that no one's reaching out to you, but maybe reach out to other people and get that experience so that you start networking and reaching out and just having more to post or to show people because if you're doing what you can, you're going to, you're going to be fine. But if you are just, because I have those days where I just want to wallow where I'm like, I'm not as good as everyone. I'm slower. I can't get this done. I get nowhere. <laughs> no one gets anywhere by just being bummed out that they're not where they want to be. So just set those goals. And really what it comes down to is just being controlled what you can control. I love that. that That's so true to take control of the things you can and just kind of forget about everything else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you talked about sometimes you have that time where you need to self-evaluate, figure out what your goals are. Uh Have you ever had a time where you realized, Oh man, I'm way off course. I'm doing something that doesn't, that doesn't need my focus. Have you ever had that? Sometimes when I just, you know, right now it's hard for me to like, because with taking pictures and then I also have like school full time right now. And then you also want to have somewhat of a social life, you know, but also, you know, that's a, it's a lot of stuff on your plate. So what's hard for me sometimes is I need to like focus. What do I really want to accomplish? You know, so school's a priority for me. So I always get my homework done before I can do my editing, which is a bummer. But I mean, I got to get it done because if I don't get it done, then that can be a real problem. So I think for me, it's just taking into consideration where I want to spend my time and my time management, finish my school and then my editing. But I have to make myself do this editing for a certain amount of time before I can go out as much as I would love to just ditch it and go out because I'm in charge of my own time here, you know, no one's telling me I have to do something. Um, I think that's one thing about having your own business is being in charge of yourself and your own time management where it's like, no, I don't have a boss behind me telling me I have to be clocked in from this time to this time. It's a, I wake up and I have to be sitting at the computer for this amount of time or get this done. So on those days where I just don't feel like my mind is there is hard or I want to be, you know, out doing things, that's hard. But, um, you know, you just have to rain check yourself. Like, I love what I'm doing. I, I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And my clients mean the world to me. So in order to make them happy, I really just need to rain check on the other stuff and focus on my work. 
sometimes so it's, if that's it's, your question no yeah it's a hard balance to find you know like you talk yeah. about social life your homework life your photography life yeah what advice would you have for someone who's struggling with that you know obviously i think all of us struggle at times with that what would you right. suggest to those who are trying to find that balance honestly i think make your priorities of like good better best so for me like right now my day usually consists of like I wake up and I check my calendar for school. I try and get that homework done as fast as I can. And then after that, I look at what I have to edit for the next coming weeks. And I'm like, I need to get, you know, I make a to-do list. I have like, like a notebook full of different to-do lists for every day of what I want to get done that day. And so once I get all that schoolwork done, it's just a matter of, okay, I need to get X, Y, Z done. And then after that, then my, social time is here and I think anyone that's struggling with that you know just line up your priorities so maybe for someone else their like priority isn't school right now they don't have to do school right now but they're trying to you know build their photography business I would just say okay so do you want to be building that here's what you need to do prioritize a b and c in your photography business get that done in your day before you move on to something else if that makes sense for me I'm I work best in the mornings or late at night. So a lot of times, like my schedule will be weird where it's like, usually and another person might say they want to socialize in the nighttime. I don't anymore. So for me, it's usually I get work done in the morning. My afternoons, I'm exhausted from the morning and I like to go get lunch and go to the grocery store or see someone real quick. And then I edit best in the hours of like 10 to 2 a.m. So I'm just back to my computer. <laughs> And the evening, you know, so it's yeah. like, just for them, find what schedule works for you, find what your priorities are, what do you have to get done first, and then make that to-do list for next. I would just say, yeah, find your priorities. Definitely. And I think one next thing time. that you are describing that you're not saying is how organized you are. You talked about how you have different planners and different schedules for all of this and that, <laughs> set aside times. You're organized and being organized. <laughs> helps yeah. photographers, but people who want to start their own business to organize their priorities right. and stick to them. Cause I mean, I set a schedule yeah. 10 minutes later, it's completely out of whack. So just sticking to that schedule right. and really believing in it too, that it's going to help you not, not only prioritize, but to make you that better entrepreneur. And so one right. of the questions that someone uh, asked us here at the Business Hacker Series is how do you, as a photographer, how do you schedule your next shoot? You know, how are you finding those people to take pictures of? So it's kind of funny because a lot of my network comes from referrals. So it'll be someone I took pictures for in the past will say, hey, I heard from, I loved the pictures for so-and-so. Um, I'd love to schedule with you. And that means the world is not good to feel, you know, oh my gosh, someone suggested me. So that's usually how I get most of my clients. Other than that, one thing that I've always found is the more that I'm like posting on my social media, because that's where I get most of my, a lot of my clients, the more active I am, the more consistent I am, the more inquiries that I get, whether that's through my website or just through a DM. So I guess the most important thing for me in my marketing is, you know, making sure a, my current clients have a good experience and like it so that I get referrals and B just making sure that I keep active on my social media 
keep that engaged and keep that portfolio moving so that people can see what current work is. And that's usually where I get my next clients. And then other than that, I, they just reach out to me and we set up a time, what works for them. And then me, you go. So. Oh, it's all set up beautifully for you. Yeah, it works out <laughs> nice. That's good. Well, I have a scenario to play by you. You obviously have okay. a name, you've got a brand, you've got a type of photography, a style that you love. If everything was taken away from you, if you lost your Instagram page, if you lost everything, if you lost all of your camera equipment and you just had to start from ground zero, what would you do on your first day of work? Okay, so it's kind of a funny scenario, but it honestly just takes me back to like starting from where I started. And I'd say like the biggest thing for me was I remember like to be a photographer first, you got to have a camera, right? So I guess that's where I'd start. Um, whether, you know, for me, I spent all of my Christmas money in like sophomore year that I'd saved since I was eight to buy my first camera. So what I would do is buy my first camera with however long that takes to save so that you can start taking pictures. And then after that, I think it's a matter of just gaining experience. So if I hadn't had that experience yet, like for me, how I gained experience was I was lucky enough to have three sisters who love getting their picture taken. So I took a lot of pictures of my siblings and even my brother who doesn't love getting his picture taken got a lot of times. <laughs> Worst picture of the take pictures. I mean, I just thought he was cute. So yeah. <laughs> and so I would say gain experience first as well so that you have that portfolio to show people um once you kind of get that experience you're able to show people what it is you have to offer you know so get a camera you don't necessarily need to build your equipment i'm still building my equipment to where i want it to be but start small do what you can and then just get experience and that will not only get you a portfolio but gets you networking so like if I took pictures for my, like it worked for me, I took pictures for my sister's wedding photos and that's how I booked my first wedding. So if I had a friend that was getting married and I wasn't necessarily trusting myself to be her wedding photographer, I would ask her if I could take some pictures of her, you know, and her fiance or whatever, just to kind of trial run, get my name out there and she can show people that she knows that are getting married. So I think that would say just gain experience and start networking because those are going to be really, really important to be able to show people that you know what you're doing and that people trust you, if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I think your first step is amazing. You got to have a camera if you want to take photos. Yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, I guess that's logic, right? <laughs> you can use your iPhone. <laughs> it's a thing. People do it. Oh, yeah. But I think most importantly, the step of gaining experience I mean, there's no other way to know your business better than just doing it, just right. going out and saying, hey, I don't even need to be your wedding photographer. Can I take two pictures of you? I love right. what you said, you know, just. just Another go. thing about gaining experience, if anyone is wanting to become a photographer is right now what a lot of photographers are doing, which is so useful to anyone starting out. People are hosting workshops every other weekend you can find a workshop being hosted and what that is is just other photographers who have basically hired people or reached out to other brands and it's like you can get pictures of a bride and groom and it's no pressure you pay x amount of money just to participate and you're getting 
this time to like take pictures and build your portfolio. So, I mean, sometimes you're paying people, but other times you can ask people that you know, but I'm, I mean, point being, there's a lot of opportunity out there to gain experience without being hired first if you aren't at that point. That's true. And That's sometimes it's plug for anyone. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes nervous to be like, oh, I'm going to be taking your wedding pictures. Like if I mess up, right. your wedding. <laughs> so Right, because it's a lot of pressure on wedding days, 100%. How do you deal Super with fun, that pressure, but... Sophie? Um, I think, for me, I honestly, I just get really into it. I love weddings, and I love taking pictures, and I love people, like, I'm definitely naturally extroverted. So as much as I'll get nervous, like walking into a wedding day, like I'm checking my gear, I'm like plugging everything in and making sure I have everything. As soon as I get to the wedding and I actually start taking the pictures is when I feel like the weight comes off because I'm like, oh good, they trust me, I trust them, this is super fun. I know what I'm doing, they know like they are gonna have a good time and really I'm just here to support them. and. That's honestly when the weight kind of comes off. It's that anticipation that stresses me out. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I what if I have this problem? I'm like, no, I won't. What if I don't have a charged battery? And then I'm like, oh wait, I have four in my bag. It's fine. <laughs> I'm good. You know. So as long as I'm doing all that I can to be prepared, and uh, then honestly, after that, once the wedding starts, I just think it's so fun. So just go for that it. stress comes off. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, Sophie. I presume that you have role models that maybe you, you look up their work or you trust them with their advice. What <laughs> have you seen that have helped you that you have learned from your role models? Oh, okay. So I was honestly thinking about this the other day, but my biggest role model as cheesy as it sounds has got to be my mom because she's the biggest entrepreneur that I know. Like, she, when she first got married to my dad, she owned her own denim store and was making big money in Boise. And the only reason she stopped is because she had so many kids. She had to, <laughs> you know, focus on them. But she, after that, she, anything she wants, she just does. She like learns about it and she goes for it. So at one point she did permanent makeup. She did a little catering company. She currently owns like a, a red yoga in downtown Eagle. It's like a, it's a hot yoga studio in you know, it's so funny because growing up, it was before yoga was like too big. She just, she went to a yoga class, realized it was way too far away to drive to. She'd never done yoga in her life, but she liked it. But there was something she didn't like and she realized there was like a need for it. So she learned about yoga before she could even teach it. She opened a studio and just went for it. And I think that was like the biggest thing for me. Now she's since learned how to become a how to teach yoga so now she teaches at her own studio but she opened a studio and had a running studio for years before she even knew anything about teaching it so I think she's the biggest role model for me where she sees something that inspires her that she just sees would be a good idea and she just goes for it so for me I was like I don't know if I can do this and anytime I say mom I don't know what I'm doing she's like well no one knows what they're doing you just go for it like you do the best that you can and that has been one of the biggest like role models for me is just what she's been able to accomplish but outside of that, like just photographers, I just, I, there's like a million I can think of. I love following and I just think are so inspiring. I don't know. I just couldn't go on. Like I just, people that are so creative and boldly just think of things themselves and just want to just create new content for people. I just love following, you know, they're so creative and just inspiring. So I love how your mom is your number one role model. 
that's only, you know, perfect. But I, d- I did not know that about your mom, how many businesses she's had. And I love how she just went for it, even though before, yeah. even before she knew how to teach. So yeah. She goes for it. It's a takeaway for anyone. You can yeah. basically accomplish anything, especially in this day and age. Just YouTube it. <laughs> Honestly, seriously, what a resource that is for uh-huh. anybody. anytime I have a car problem, I go to YouTube. It's exactly. <laughs> so looking at all of your role models and your business, what important things do you see are essential to run a business? Okay. I would say being the business person running the business, it's going to be important to be disciplined and to just, you know, be creative and outgoing and just kind of like be able to overcome your fears of, you know, putting yourself out there because there's going to be a lot of times where you're just going to feel kind of, like I said, intimidated and it's hard to put yourself out there. Um, So I think just getting over that fear is important, even though it's going to come in waves for sure. I think that's important. But other than that, I would say just establishing your basic needs of your business. For me, I had to figure out how I was going to run things, how I'm going to deliver pictures, how I'm going to schedule. So just figuring out the basics, how you want to run things and how you want to approach people and your clients, what kind of business owner you want to be is going to be important to anyone starting their own business. Yeah. Cause everybody's own business is completely different. Yeah. It's funny because I always tell people I might be like, I, the hardest part of running the photography business for me is actually business side of things because you know, you got to have that passion. And I love taking pictures and I love meeting people. So like going out and taking the pictures is so fun for me. Like I meet a couple and it's like an hour long session and I'm like, let's just do this all night. Like I am having so much fun. So it's like hard for me to like rein it in and be run thing. You know, this is a business. I have to, I have another session. I have to leave or I have to be like, oh, right, they're supposed to pay me, dang it, but now it's just awkward because I feel like we're best friends, you know, like, I don't want to make them do that, but I have to remember, you know, this is business, and in order for me to keep doing what I love, I do have to get paid, I do have to run it like a business, or else it's just gonna, you know, kind of blow up in my face, but, so I think that's one thing to remember is you have to have a passion for it, and I think that's the hardest thing is making that passion into a business when it really is just something you love to do. Definitely. I think that is a hard um, decision that a lot of people have. You know, they have this passion for for photos or for whatever, but then they have to turn it into a business, you know? Right. Ah, man. And so how did you overcome that challenge? Honestly, I think I'm still working on it. It's funny, like after I walk away, they're like, so how much do I owe you? And I just have this little like, oh no, I just feel so bad. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) but uh, that's just me being like, oh gosh, I just, uh, I've always been like that, but I just have to be confident and people know what they're doing. They're hiring you for pictures. They obviously wanted you to take them. They obviously know what they're getting into. So I just have to like, keep in mind that this is a business and if I want to be able to keep taking pictures and keep doing what I love I can't do it for free anymore you know it just is time consuming so keeping that mindset where it's just I'm investing in myself and I'm making it possible to keep taking pictures and making other people happy with their photos I have to run it like a business so yeah that's just the biggest thing for me is just keeping that mindset of it's not, it's not, I'm just taking their money. I am working for them and I am, you know, 
<laughs> this is this as much as I love it this is still work and I'm still putting in a lot of time and resources into this so I have to keep that mindset of it's an investment and it's a business and it will pay off kind of thing so true my goodness well Sophie thank you so much for um just expressing your opinion and just telling us what you believe is helping you run your business where could people find you and your photography business? Uh, probably the best way to find me is going to be on Instagram. I'm most active on there and it's at Sophs, sounds so funny, S-O-P-H-S underscore photo. Sophs photo on Instagram. You can follow me, message me, contact me. I'm happy to answer any questions or reach out to anyone. So Awesome. And we'll put it on our Instagram too. That way people can find you that way as Perfect. well. Perfect. Perfect. One last question. If there was a struggling business right in front of you, what final advice would you have for them? I'd say don't give up. You're going to, you're going to have busy days and you're going to have low points. But the biggest thing is that you, like I said, are doing everything you can to keep your business going. And as long as you keep putting in the time and putting in the effort and are finding the need. So if there's, find out why you feel like things are slow. If you feel like, you know, there's just like, you're not getting a, like people aren't hiring you because you're not, you don't have a portfolio to show them work on that. You know, there's always something you can do to improve your business, fill that need, make people come to you and you you'll get there. I would just say, be patient. Don't stop working and you're going to get where you need to go. Beautiful. Thank you so very much, Sophie, once again, for being on. Hopefully we'll be able to talk later and yes. Um, good luck with everything going on with your <laughs> okay. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for reaching out. I'm so no excited problem. to see how this turns out. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much, Sophie. We'll talk soon. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Sophie. Well, guys, that's a wrap with our interview with Sophie. What an awesome person she is. Go ahead and check out our Instagram and our website for her links so that you can see the kind of work that she does. Thanks for listening in. My name is Andrew Lane, and this is the Business Hacker Series.